Welcome to The Slotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror film, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and thank you for joining me on this journey. So this is episode zero. The idea being is I want to get across to the audience my insight and knowledge of the movie that has been near and dear to me since my third attempt to watch the movie in 1983 at the young age of 12. My resources for this podcast are going to be the 2001 Collector's Edition DVD. So if anyone wants to watch along, that's my resource I'm going to be using. I'm also going to be including the David Naughton and Griffin Dunn commentary found on that DVD. I'm also going to be using a 104-page screenplay as a comparison, and also the audio drama that is based on that screenplay. Now that runs about 10 to 15 minutes longer than the actual movie, so I'll tackle those comparisons when I get to them. Also, just to let you know that this is going to be a very bare-bones production. I don't have very much money or very good equipment, so I'll be dealing with issues along the way. So in advance, I'm apologizing for anything that doesn't sound up to par or seems a little off kilter. So before I go any further, let me tell you a little bit about myself and my love of movies. I was raised by movie-loving parents. We would go to the theaters as much as possible because it was always a major family thing to go out to the theaters at a time when theaters were one giant screen per movie theater. I, was, I myself was born in 1971, so I saw a great deal of fabulous movies in the theaters, including the most influential movie that impacted my life from that day forward, two weeks before my sixth birthday, Star Wars. And again, it's been a cornerstone of what it is that is, is to be me, and I could have done a whole entire podcast on that alone. But you know what? There seems to be quite a few Star Wars podcasts out there. At home, there were always movies on TV that my parents would gather me and my brother around to watch. We would watch every genre. We would watch comedies and musicals. We'd watch fantasy movies and dramas, sci-fi. And one of my favorites was the horror genre. I fell in love with the Hammer films of the time, uh, and all the way hearkening back to my favorites, which were the classic Universal monster movies, the Bela Lugosi's, the Boris Karloff's, the Lon Chaney's. Those were movies that I could not get enough of. There were even some times when we would go see movies that I believe we were a little too young to see, not be able to understand every single thing, like your 2001 A Space Odyssey, your Blade Runners, but... The movies themselves were just so fascinating to watch, and even though probably parts of the storylines went over my head, they were just so fascinating to see. And that's how I grew up loving going to the theaters. I try and instill that in my own family, where I am trying to take my young daughter to as many theaters, theater goings as possible. So somewhere in 1982, 1983, I was over at a friend's house for a sleepover. One of the movies they had rented was An American Werewolf in London. And I thought, hey, I like horror films. This should be cool. This would probably be, and you know what, thinking back on it, is definitely the very first modern, and I'm using the 
finger quotes for modern horror film. And you know what? I cannot get past the opening attack in the moors. Just the sound, the visuals, even though it was what it was, I couldn't take it. I had to leave the room. Fast forward, and I was at a friend's Halloween party, and Much Music, the MTV of Canada, was airing Michael Jackson's Thriller music video, followed by the making of Thriller, a behind-the-scenes documentary about how they made the music video. And two things became clear while I was watching this documentary. My love of special effects makeup skyrocketed, and the realization that John Landis was the director of An American Wolf in London. I mean, I had seen Animal House and Blues Brothers on the Super Channel, which was the HBO of Canada, and I loved them. And when we were introduced to Rick Baker and what he had done for the music video and what he had done for An American Wolf in London, I had to watch the whole movie as soon as possible. And due to a crazy random happenstance, one of the movies rented for the party was An American Wolf in London. So there was 12-year-old me, nervous as all get out. This was the first, using air quotes here, modern-day horror film that I was actually seeing. While watching it, I was scared. I was delighted. I was fascinated. I was titillated. I was just blown away by this movie. I was laughing at one moment and jumping in my seat the next. I was totally, completely eyes locked on that transformation. Never had I seen anything like that before. Really, no one else had actually seen anything like that before either. It just captured my imagination. So I could honestly say this is the movie that hooked me on horror films. It just opened up the floodgates and I just needed to watch every single scary movie that I could get my hands on. It was a fascinating movie and like I said I love it to this day. It's in my top 10 and it is my favorite horror film of all times. Now I don't want to drone on about my love for this movie. I'm pretty sure that as I get into this podcast it'll definitely become very apparent that I do love this movie. It is one of my top 10 movies. It is actually my favorite horror film of all time. When I went to the Movies by Minute website, I found that 9 of my 10 top 10 movies were actually already had podcasts. So I thought, what a perfect way to express how much I enjoyed this movie than by making it my own. So if everything goes to plan, I will have been able to get this first episode to drop on August 21st. August 21st is actually the anniversary of the original release date of An American Wealth in London. So you can look for a new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So fingers crossed. If everything works out, I will be dropping this episode on August 21st, which is actually the 39th anniversary of the original release of an American World from London. I know, 39, weird number. I wasn't going to wait a whole entire year to release this. I wanted to do it now. So you can follow my podcast adventure on Twitter or Instagram at 
planetgeekpod. And my email for this podcast will be planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So thank you for checking out this episode zero. Starting next week, minute one of an American world from London. So be sure to join me for Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. And remember, until the next time, stay on the roads. Keep clear of the moors. Blue moon.